Hi, and welcome to the first official episode of Call Me Sam, hosted by me, Samara, and you can call me Sam. Hi, so let's get it started, and today our first topic would be self-therapy. Now, if you listen to my first trailer-ish, I basically titled it Hopeful But also hopeless and that has been what I've been feeling for the past couple of months of me going like having these sporadic moments of being hopeful like yes I can do this let's go you know what fuck the past let's just let's just do it and then also feeling very hopeless of like shit like I can't do this I'm fucking sad can I just go to sleep and At the end of that trailer, I basically said, I don't know what to do about that yet. And I actually got an answer. So let's talk about it. Now, dealing with the loss that is very close to you, everybody's going to say the same thing because they don't know what to say because they don't know what you actually are seeking for. And what I've been getting back from people that I've talked to this about is therapy. You should consider therapy maybe go to grief counseling blase blase and I did once so with the high time of just you know everything going on and dealing with the loss I did actually go to my first session of therapy and let me tell you how this goes so boom I was at a diner or like a brunch with my my two older sisters essentially and I got a call and that was basically the intake the first initial intake of basically answering questions of who you are what you're looking for and why you seeking therapy and in that phone call outside of the little diner the brush I was at lasted 30 minutes of just me basically telling my whole life story to this guy and he was like you know what this is a very good place you know where we're gonna be, you know, helping you through that. If you wanna come with us, let's do this. And I felt really good about it. And then my first actual session comes around, and I am matched with a lady of my choice that I've, you know, reached out to. And yeah, I did my first session through Zoom calls. And honestly speaking, looking back, I don't think teletherapy or you know virtual therapy is the best because honestly you don't really have that connection with people I rather have like the old-fashioned sitting on the couch having the you know crying it out in front of somebody that you don't know but you're spilling your whole beans to that was what I was looking for but I wasn't vaccinated at the time so you know that was pretty hard to get that so yeah at first you know I didn't know what to really expect but I legit spilled everything about my life to this one lady in that short 45 minutes and she did ask me a couple of questions and she did kind of try to like psychoanalyze me but I was spilling so much information that I've been basically locked away in my mind and how I've been feeling these past few months that she legit took a second did a deep breathe and said you're going through a lot right now I think you should take it slow and that was my whole session 
That was my outcome for my first session, which was to take it slow. Now, what happened that made me not continue this therapist, even though it's just the first, you know, you know, you know, you're not going to get the most high end and feel like you're the, you know, you're the, on top of the world after a therapy session on the first go. Huh. So what happened was after that, a couple of days after I get a call from her and basically saying that my insurance didn't cover this, um, their facility, blase, blase, sorry, we can't take you. When I tell you my heart shattered, I was like, girl, like, I found you. You know, we kind of had a connection. I spoke my whole life to you. Like, what happened? What happened? My insurance didn't cover it. The copay or, like, the actual, like, paying it off out of pocket will be detrimental to me. Because, again, I'm just a part-time worker. I don't got full-time money, okay? I don't. And, yeah, so, again, I went and seek another therapist and basically left and right I've been not accepted to these you know facilities for therapy like for therapy which is because of my insurance granted but also like I did try to go through my insurance but you know the people that they're providing is like old like very old people that you know I knew that I would not be comfortable with so I legit just let that shit go and ever since I've been basically raw dogging these emotions right now like I am not doing weed I am not drinking I'm not doing drugs to numb the pain I'm legit like as these emotions are coming and going I've been just basically riding the waves and you know, seeing how it goes. And so, the only thing that been keeping me sane has been writing. So let's talk about more about that. So, yeah, writing has been one of my go-tos for anything that happens in my life that is a little bit unstable, a little bit, you know, making me feel like uneasy. And since I've always been a person that is in my corner and I don't really talk to my family members as often I should regarding my like inner feelings and stuff like that, because we Haitian, we don't really do that. I mean, us as new generations of the family are trying to be more open about our feelings, but still, we we let that shit go. We was like, you know what, I'm thinking it, but I'm not going to say it. So yeah. Every moment of my life that I legit have been going through things myself, I wrote it down somewhere in a journal, in a book, and hide that bitch, okay? And it's been my go-to because not only that you feel safe and comfortable saying anything and everything that's in your mind, you could turn the page and close it. Like, you, just like I was basically doing with these therapists of just spewing and saying everything at once in these 45 minute sessions I've just been writing them in this one book closing the page and keeping it pushing and it helped it always have helped even when I was in adolescence and I'm hoping that you who's listening probably if that could be a thing that you do yourself so what inspired me to basically start you know writing my own thoughts down is because I've always been a girl who loved reading books I've always been 
a girl who's very drawn into you know dumb diaries or you know diary of a wimpy kid like all these books that was basically for adolescents about having a diary I like that shit I love that concept and even though I tried to be like writing my days down and drawing the illustrations and you know describing it with through drawing it never helped for me and I honestly didn't stay consistent but as soon as my life went to shit and I felt like I legit didn't want to live I just wrote everything I've been feeling down and kept it at that. Now, let me tell you a story of how I hate Nesquil. You know, like the strawberry bottled chocolate milks with the bunny on it, yellow. Yeah, I hate that. And let's tell me, let me tell you why. So, during this time, I think I was probably in a sophomore in co- a sophomore in high school. Look at me saying college, <laughs> like I'm not in college, but I was a sophomore in high school, or going to no, I was sophomore. Yeah, around then, and we had visitors coming to stay at our house, and my mom went to this Costco trip, and she bought so many sweets for these people, like apple pie. Um, muffins blase blase and i legit went through that whole week like basically going into the apple pie and eating like legit a lot of it and so when monday came around and i was basically you know ready to go to school my mother was like hey i bought you some nesquil it's in the fridge don't forget to take it with you to school and me not really eating breakfast because you know we never ate breakfast either we got it from the deli right before school or we just didn't eat until lunch or even didn't eat until you know after practice i got that bitch you know so i took the bottle waited for my bus got on the bus and i sat down and i drank my drink and while i'm drinking my drink I'm starting to feel weird. Weird in the sense that I didn't feel weird, but also weird in the sense that, like, you know when you, like, suppress your memory so deep far in your brain that, like, that shit pops up randomly? Yeah, that was me in that bus ride. And so, just clips of just something I've been basically, like like tucking away in my brain just come forth and I'm like really thinking about it I'm like bro that shit really did happen wait a minute and then this happened wait a minute and then this happened wait that's not something that like a six or seven year old supposed to go through like what 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 is going on so yeah that basically shook me to the core because I was really thinking about it like yo like I forgot this happened how did I let this you know I guess that's like a trauma response I'm guessing whatever so I finally get off my stop still feeling weird and then I I just I just couldn't make it through the day like walking feel weird everything just felt weird to me and thankfully on the second bus stop to go to school I met my friend and I was like yo I didn't have a phone so I was like yo can I use your phone real quick let me call my mom and obviously my mom didn't pick up because she's not gonna pick up a random number so yeah, I got in the bus, still feel weird, and then I got to school, and then I go through the metal detectors, and while I'm walking, it's basically the stairway going up, and then the nurse office, and I legit beeline to the nurse office, I took that hard left, and I went in that bitch. 
I explained what was going on. They took my temperature, called my mom for me, but they said I was fine. I was like, oh, you're fine. You know, your blood sugar is good. You don't seem like you have a fever, but if I'm telling you I'm not feeling well, bitch, I'm not feeling well, call my mom. So finally, while I'm sleeping, my mother comes, she gets me, she gets me water. Actually, no. She got me water and another bottle of Nexquil. But I, I just knew that that bottle didn't sit right with me. So I was like, yeah, nah. Uh-uh. Bring me home. So finally, she drove me home. I legit beeline again to my room and I slept. And that's how you know that I'm not okay. If I sleep all day and if I legit drink soup. Because I don't like soup. But when I drink soup, yeah, I'm sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sick. So, when I finally woke up and I cleaned my mom how I've been doing because my mom was a nurse, she said, yeah, you had a sugar crash. So, all the sweets I've been taking and looking into, like, the next girl body and see how much sugar that shit has basically made my body onto overload with sugar and that did not react great with me. And to this day, if I see a next girl body of that fucking bunny, I puke in my mouth like oh like I don't want that I hate it don't put it in my sight put that shit away and don't drink it because why are you giving kids something so sugary in the morning neither here and there that is why I hate Nexquil but let's talk about the real issue while going through all that it sprung forward something that I didn't know that I suppressed so deep and I didn't know how to really deal with and again me not knowing how to do anything and me not having that space to really talk to really anybody and I'm just in my mind and in my thoughts I wrote it down so I wrote it down pages of pages of what's what happening and a couple of weeks later I'm just that basically being tucked away somewhere I shared that story with somebody else which was my significant other at the time and yeah it felt good finally basically being able to share that and basically having another person tell me yo I'm not crazy that's not cool like you know blase blase and so my process was to realize that it's there write it down share it and then burn it so yeah I burned the pages after I think another couple of weeks I realized that it wasn't something that was in my mind as prominent as it was when it first came around so and I didn't want to hold on to that for a long time so what I did was I I legit teared out the pages, went to my kitchen sink, and I burned it <laughs> with match. And it felt good to see those pages burn and those letters, like, you know, flittering away. And I felt at peace with myself. And I was happy that I did that by myself. But that's not me anymore. I'm not her anymore I'm this person who's legit but a like I'm an adult essentially I don't have any parents that's you know looking over my soldier my soul shoulder at all so how am I gonna go through all these emotions without really going crazy because 
because I don't have a parent to look after me and obviously I have siblings but even then there's so much sneaky teenagers I'm legit really raw dogging these fucking emotions and that shit hurts you know what I mean like that shit really hurts and so I've been writing and it feels good to write obviously before it was more consistent I had a lot to think about a lot to say and I wrote that shit down but now as life is starting to basically move on a little bit easier I'm seeing myself like writing a little bit less or just basically focusing of like what I'm trying to do now then talk about the past which is why self-therapy is the best way to go at first before seeking you know real help if you really need it granted you know you need to have real help if you think that you know you're very depressed and you can't pull yourself out that you know hole or if you just need another person just to basically make sure you're focused on what you're dreaming go go ahead but for me everything has been with me I've become very self-aware at a young age and my mind is always running in a small space and here's why I'm basically um doing this podcast to share some of the wisdom that I have and gain from you know people that's maybe like me or you're not but you're trying to think about what can you do to make your life a little bit easier for yourself so yeah writing could be the first thing that you start doing write how you feel write exactly how you feel don't hold back don't make it sound so perfect don't worry about the spelling errors just basically write that shit down turn the page and close it and don't read it don't read it over don't do that just legit do a, a blurb of what you're thinking at that exact moment and lock it away and do it another day again so what's the benefit for that like what is the benefit of writing your feelings well not only that is more personal not only that is just your own thoughts but it makes you more emotionally aware for yourself you know what I mean because essentially you're not you're so unsure about how to feel with certain things that obviously if you turn to your peers just to talk about them they're gonna tell you what you want to hear you know if you tell them like yo like I don't feel like you know this is the best way to go like I don't I don't really want to do this obviously you don't be like yo if you don't want to do it don't do it but is that the answer that you really want to hear or you know I'm dealing with the loss right now what should I do seek therapy like that does not work if you do not know what you're actually feeling and that does not work if you do not know how to really think for yourself when you're going through these emotions okay everybody when they're happy they want to do the best thing that they can in that moment but what happens when you're sad what happens when you're angry what happens when you're you know hopeless about what's come what's coming next not everything not everybody is there to hold your hand just to like pull you out you kind of have to freaking look at yourself in the mirror and grab onto something for yourself because at the end of the day you are in this world by yourself 
There's so much things that could happen in your lifetime that you feel alone. And even though that you're alone, just know that you got yourself. And that's all that matters. Because we were born alone, unless you have a twin, of course. But again, you're born alone and you're going to die alone. And that sucks. And it sucks to say it, but damn, bitch, that's, that's how it is. Like, that's legit how it is. Now, second topic. Let's talk about if you don't like to be a writer. And if you're a guy and you feel like that shit is mad gay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But like legit, I feel like if you if there's some guy that like, why would I write my emotions down? Like, you know, like there's so much in my mind, like, you know, I'm a guy, I'm supposed to go through this. Or some guys don't even wanna really say what they wanna say in that time with or share the emotions with people. I'm really gonna try to push you to be like Stephanie from Vampire Diaries and just be like that emotional writer. But if you don't want to do that and you just legit just want to be in your video games and tune out the world, why not try walking? That's all you could do. If you're a guy or if you're a girl that just does not think that writing is going to be the best option for you consistently and you tried it and you're like, mm, this ain't for me because what if my mom find this and then she thinks I'm going to have a writing my suicide note? <laughs> Walk. Put your, mu- put your music on, go outside, take a deep breath in, and walk. And if you can't walk, go out- still go outside and breathe. That's the second thing I've been doing. So, I went to Colorado recently. And Colorado is so peaceful, but yet so boring, but it's so peaceful. And so when I went to Colorado and I was basically... Every morning, getting fixing up myself breakfast, I got my little journal, and I went outside, and I ate in silence, and then I journaled in silence of how I was feeling, and I spent the next 15 minutes just sitting there and just breathing and looking around and just really feeling the sun in your face or a gloomy day and just really taking that deep breath in because I feel like a lot of people don't have that right now. Especially as teenagers right now, everything is on social media. Everybody is locked to their phones. So when are you going to really have that time to just go outside and just breathe and just be in your own thought without no distraction? You're not. You have to make that time to happen because not going to lie, I'm not even doing it right now either. In Colorado, that was my time to just breathe and sit. But now that I'm back in NYC it's fast here and I haven't had the time to just sit and chill and breathe and you know feel the wind you know feel the wind feel the sun at all because everything has just been go 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 but that's my advice to you like if you have the time to do so do it do that bitch do it because I swear to you it'll make you feel better because when you just get up from that seat and you finally go back inside and go with your day you feel more calm and at peace and that's what you need for your 20s girl that's what you need for your 20s just to feel at peace because not only that your 20s are gonna be the most hectic and you trying to find yourself in the world but also 
the most chaotic, honestly, the most hectic, the most chaotic, because you're not going to feel like you have the time to do what you really want to do. And if you're like me, it's about work hard and work harder because I am an immigrant child and I still need to get that bachelor's degree, maybe master's degree of the, the, you know, college of my choice. So just try it, you know, try self-therapy. Try to be in your own zen, in your own, you know, mind in a way. So you really know who you really are and you really know what you like and dislike. And if you don't like something, don't do it. If you like something, do it more. Hence why I am starting this podcast and I'm just talking it out. I legit don't have a script next to me i'm on my phone recording in the vest like the like voice memos i don't have a plan regarding anything that i say but you know i'm hoping that if you are listening it doesn't feel like scripted it feels real it feels like me and you is having a conversation and you feel like that tune in more because this is the end of the first episode called self-therapy hosted by me Samara and I'm glad that you stuck around till the end I'm hoping that you know you found like a new way of just going through life and if you think that that's you and you're gonna try it out just comment down below to see if you you know tell me how you tell me how you feel tell me how you're doing and share more insight of what I should talk about next if you like of what you're hearing at callmesam.podcast on both Instagram, TikTok, you know, follow me there, homie. And I'm happy that you're here. Have a good night.